going back to the bible itself uh, it says very clearly uh, jesus came for israel only for the jews in the last 2000 years uh, probably every other country they have ventured christianity missionaries have ventured captured those countries in the in the guise of peace happiness joy prosperity but finally there is only one thing that has happened they have given the bible to the people and taken away the wealth in fact christianity the christian missionaries this is what they did to every possible uh, country on the earth every every uh, possible uh, continent on the earth they went they destroyed the indigenous uh, people their practices and they looted the wealth that exactly is what they did uh, when they came to uh, india and then after they have gone back they have left a splinter group and that splinter group is uh, now creating the unrest namaste to all uh, and uh, i i wish to thank sangam talks for giving me the opportunity to uh, to be on on this on your program uh it's a uh, very vibrant uh, and i'm sure it's a more controversial uh, topic today and i'm sure many of them would be more eager to uh, to know uh, many of them know but i think uh, it's important that this awareness uh, is spread uh, the menace of conversion uh, which is at the threshold of a country um many of you know uh, that uh, christianity uh, is a religion is an exclusive religion uh close to 2000 years old and uh, i will dwell upon uh, the uh, the the bible itself uh, the bible is, has close to 66 books uh, 1500 years of writing close to 40 uh, scholars uh, who have written over a period of time now uh, uh, this particular religion called christianity Uh, originates uh, to Judaism, which is practiced uh, in Israel. Today, uh, uh, Judaism has transcended to Christianity, from Christianity to Islam. So, if you look at the and it's uh, it's commonly called as the Abrahamic religion. Um, when you said Abrahamic religion, when it comes to Israel, uh, I think it's more of uh, Uh, very well concentrated to the particular religion uh, region itself so um, the jews do not uh, involve in any more conversions but then uh, over a period of time uh, with christianity coming in uh, the jews were converted to christianity and then uh, post uh, a good amount of years is when islam also evolved i am going to talk about uh, Uh, what christianity is doing to india it has tra- traveled uh, wide and far and now it's knocking at the doors of a country as a politico religious leader i feel it is my uh, responsibility to caution everybody on the menace called conversion going back to the bible itself Uh, it says very clearly uh, jesus came for israel only for the jews there are many verses in the bible 
very clearly said that uh, Jesus came for the salvation of the Jews. Uh, but uh, the Jews themselves uh, uh, rejected Jesus. And uh, post-Jesus uh, era, I think close to 300 odd years, uh, with the emergence of Constantine, uh, the politics and religion got married uh, to, due to various reasons. And uh, Christianity uh, started uh, with, uh, with the Roman Empire and uh, has spread far and wide uh, in the promise of uh, salvation. In the last 2000 years, uh, probably every other country they have ventured, Christianity, missionaries have ventured, captured those countries in the, in the guise of peace, happiness, joy, prosperity. But finally, there is only one thing that has happened. They have given the Bible to the people and taken away the wealth. We also have endured this menace uh, with the onslaught of the Europeans who came to India. The uh, uh, ruthless rule on this country has eroded uh, our religion, our wealth, and our, our indigenous way of life. In fact, Christianity, the Christian missionaries, this is what they did to every possible uh, country on the earth, every, every uh, possible uh, continent on the earth. They went, they destroyed the indigenous uh, people, their practices, and they looted the wealth. That exactly is what they did uh, when they came to uh, India. And then after they have gone back, they have left a splinter group. And that splinter group is uh, now creating the unrest. Unfortunately, many people don't realize uh, the dangers that we are in. We are at the threshold of a revolution. Thankfully, 2014, we have a new government. But then uh, that uh, has not really served a purpose. Today, if you look at uh, the news, you can see what's happening. There are villages being converted to Christianity. And they call themselves as uh, Christian villages, Christ villages. What is the purpose of these Christ villages? They are proposing the idea of shaking up the geopolitical uh, status of this country. What happens when certain religions concentrate in a particular uh, area? It becomes pressure groups. Then they start having their own political leaders. And these political leaders come to power. And when these people come to power, what happens? The legislations that are made are anti-Hindu. A classic example is Andhra Pradesh today. We all know what is happening in Andhra Pradesh. Likewise in Tamil Nadu. Few leaders are enough who represent these minorities to shake up the whole system. It is indeed a very important matter for us to take caution, to understand the tactics, and how to deal with them. Many a time, people have uh, discounted the idea saying that it will not impact our country. 
this is foolhardiness the very fact that we are discounting the fact saying that nothing will happen itself has actually destroyed our country take for example many people say many of the hindus say that uh, the ext- we, uh, hinduism has lasted for several thousands of years and it will last this uh, does not go well, go well with me and i'm sure many of them will not agree because um we know what when uh, where was hinduism to what geography it extended from kandahar to cambodia from kashmir to uh, to sri lanka today that has shrunk god forbid in the next 10 20 years if we don't wake up hinduism will remain probably in varanasi and in the archives of library today christianity the missionaries are involving in militant conversion business i call it business because it is no more religion because uh, we all, we see that uh, wherever they have gone they have gone though they were christians they never practiced christianity take for example our own india where today our prime minister has been invited to involve in a fight between two churches in kerala these are prototypes these are the kind of uh, uh, this are the these are uh, flares which uh, exist in probably every every church but does not come to public notice are these good examples of christianity if churches themselves are not able to practice if christians themselves are not able to practice what is the pointing point of converting hindus into christianity there have been christian wars across the globe time and again people have killed themselves genocide has happened the church itself has involved directly or indirectly in several wars they have been able to uh, make take decisions on politics whereas while religion is supposed to uh, guide people spiritually uh, christianity for that has uh, gone the politico religious way it is today a center of power it is today a center of wealth it is today a center of control it is today a center of mandate is this what we want in our country everyone needs to retrospect that unfortunately i i find hindus in deep slumber they don't realize the the importance of awakening many many states for example have invested have seen this investment christian investments look at punjab look at tamil nadu look at kerala look at the whole of northeast look at andhra you see these Christ- christian missionaries have gone deep into our own civilizations they have come in the guise of service guise of uh, helping us but actually the vested interest is very clear they want to erode our country they want to take away our practices finally it is only one thing it's called control it's called political control 
while uh, we uh, dwell upon this i would like to bring to your notice it is not just the tribals it is not just the poor who fall prey for this christian tactics just take just check your own neighborhood there is there are there are enough turbulence happening there uh just a few years back uh many of them challenge that christianity has not grown it is just 2% but there is a startling revelation which says that it should be anywhere between 8 to 10% today from 10 years back it was 2% and today it is 8 to 10% imagine what will happen in the next few years it is purely going to erode our thought process it can uh, for example uh, the church i hope people know that uh, uh, there are several denominations in christianity unlike what is preached that is not the truth there are several denominations in christianity itself each denomination has its own version of uh, the bible uh and not each denomination need to look into each other's eyes they they take each other as a threat i would say this is a classic network business uh, operation uh, they want to poach each other uh these denominations for example uh, don't have, uh, some say jesus is the son of god some say jesus is god some say jesus is half god half human and there are denominations in india itself for example which does not donate blood which does not uh, uh, celebrate uh, christmas which uh, does not uh, uh, salute the national flag so each denomination to itself and more of them most of them are cults uh this the general public does not understand the general hindus don't understand there is always a soft governor saying that all is well but there is a menace and uh, it is going to evolve into a revolution which will shake the very uh, foundation of our country it is a wake up time uh, people need to realize it and uh, if we don't uh, take necessary steps then um, i'm sorry i will not be able to help neither will any of anyone be able to help today we see the helplessness in so many spheres the church itself uh, is very uh, uh, is far far sighted it does not uh, think about uh, the next uh, few years it talks, talks about uh, plans for the next 10 years 20 years 100 years that is why what you see today is something we were most of them were caught unaware while i spoke about uh, uh, this menace 20 to 25 years back nobody took it seriously today what you see is the fruit of the ignorance of hindus and the political system uh as far as the government is concerned uh, i i i i had a lot of expectation from the current government but then unfortunately i also find them falling into the same trap 
this government needs to realize that they came with the majority mandate from the hindus the hindus voted for them because they realized that it is high time that we have a government which is a hindu backed government but unfortunately even this government is falling into the trap of uh, uh, religious uh, uh, favoritism appeasement politics uh, the government should understand that whatever appeasement is being done finally when it comes to voting they will not vote the bjp because uh, the bjp is classified at least in the christian kingdom both in india and, and across the globe as a satanic hindu fanatic religion uh, party the very fact that hindus are defending themselves for being insulted is been uh, uh, taken as hindu aggression i'm sure many of you have seen enough of uh, movies enough of uh, um, public posts uh, where they insult people insult hinduism but when hindus question it uh they themselves have been branded as uh, hindu fanatic unlike uh, the minorities especially christians and the muslims if anything is spoken against them uh, you know there will be riots we've seen ri- enough riots as recent as the one in bangalore so uh, the uh, people need to wake up uh, i am a little astounded at uh, a lot of organizations which uh, thumb the chest that they are uh, hindu hindu uh, organizations suddenly i find all of them uh, being uh, in slumber today there is uh, at the at the uh, ground level there is a good awakening uh, i will give an example uh, recently there was uh, an uproar on amita bachchan 10 years back would any uh, what would what were uh, what were people talking about anta bachchan he was uh, a demigod uh, people used to uh, adore him and worship him and he was a man who could not make mistakes but today for a reason which he insulted uh, hinduism there was an uproar there is an awakening uh, on the on the on the uh, uh, at the at the ground level but then organizations have uh, gone into deep slumber which is uh, very dangerous uh, the so called a uh, uh, lot of uh, hindu munches uh, protection organizations uh, we don't hear them anymore they have all become obscured and i don't know the reason uh, probably they've gone into a comfort zone saying that everything is fine and uh, they have left uh, everything at the hands of prime minister modi and mr uh, amit uh, shah everybody has a duty it is we cannot blame them we cannot put the onus on on those two people uh, i think it's uh, each of our responsibility to take uh, uh, caution to understand the dangers and we need to support this country so uh, with this few words i thought i could take more of questions because uh, uh, mine is a more of a gen- uh, general perspective as of now but i would like to give more time on the question and answer because a lot of people would have questions and uh, th- through the questions we could get into more of uh, a dialogue the romans crucified jesus so how did they become christians and worship jesus christ 
if you look uh, the, the bible uh, the uh, actually if you look at the bible uh, if you read the bible the romans uh, didn't crucify jesus the romans were the rulers rulers at the time and actually if you look at uh, pontius pilate who was the governor he tried everything possible to rescue jesus it was the jews who demanded and who put the threat to the government to crucify it was not the romans romans were just the, just an instrument uh, and they did it reluctantly uh, it's very clear pontius pilate uh, uh, who was the governor tried every possible dialogue to uh, bring reconcile uh, reconcile and not allow jesus to die on the cross but then the jews said uh, if, uh, if they even put a threat saying that if you don't crucify jesus then you are going to be disobedient to, to caesar so uh, it is uh, it is not it is not the romans but it is the jews for whom jesus had come it is very explicitly told in the bible jesus himself had told i have come for the jews i have come for the jews and exclusively for the jews in fact uh, 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 there are a couple of uh, verses in the bible very clearly says that uh, when uh, people went for favors jesus said uh, i cannot take the i cannot throw the uh, bread to the dogs uh, when he said when he compared the dogs it means the non jews all the non jewish people he compared them to to dogs okay that's called gentiles in common word okay and then uh, because uh, jesus is very clear saying that i have come for the jews and salvation is only from the to the through the jews the second narrative is second uh, not a narrative second uh, verse in the bible which i want the audience to know is this uh, when uh, jesus said go and spread the good news he said go to every israelite only not to the non israelites not to the jews he said i have come for the the lost sheep of israel for example if you look at the 12 disciples 12 disciples of jesus they were based on the 12 tribes of israel okay very very symbolic very symbolic none of the 12 members were non israelites okay it's not that civilization was not there civilization was there but then very clear it jesus said i have come for the jews and the jews rejected him and uh, there's a follow up question to that why did the jews reject him and why till now they don't accept him because uh, jesus said i am the promised messiah and the jews said you are not the promised messiah simply because jesus said i am the son of god which was blasphemy for them they didn't uh, uh, they because for them for the jews have their own theory of uh, those uh, of the king who would come and rescue them and jesus didn't fall into that uh, box of what they had in mind so jews rejected him and uh, jesus said i am the king i am the promised messiah jews said it was blasphemy in fact jesus was put on the uh, nail to the cross purely because he claimed he was god jiram ji namaste um i have a, a question and probably if it is you know somewhere hurting your faith you may actually choose not to answer it no then then that becomes a very uh, that's a question that i need to definitely listen and answer <laughs> i i would really appreciate if you can do that 
my one uh, first question is that you talked about uh, modi ji involving himself with the conservative especially the priesthood so this is the uh, the jacobite and the uh, traditional oxford uh, i forgot the other orthodox churches yes and uh, so do you think that in a way the bjp is not trying to reach out to the people of other faith but they are going through the priest so what they are doing is they are inviting people for example molvies the same way the priests on board to say that you bring your people along do you think that is a mistake of bjp because when it comes to hindu fraction they are not doing that you know you don't see them engaging with any of the uh, mathadishas they only do it with the other faith so this politics that they are trying to do right now would it be hurtful for the party in the long run if you could just give us an idea on that the second one is that uh, you did a video with i think string where you uh, talked about this international conference that happened uh, and you talked about the facts for example they they claiming that the conservative number of conversion in india is close to 6% that is a conservative number higher is it could be 8 to 10% yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. so that was actually an eye opening video i would request everyone to you know see that video and the last question which i said is that do you ever find in a conflict where you see that the faith that you practice has become something very different uh, not just in india but everywhere so do you ever face this inner conflict to say that what i'm practicing is not what everyone is uh, adhering to so is there a need for this church is there a need for pope is there a need for this whole system that has come uh, you know uh, there okay so uh, let me uh, get to the first question um the bjp whatever they're doing is fatal you can quote me it is fatal for the bjp and it is fatal for the hindus also i have been working as a bjp karyakarta on the at the booth level okay and uh, i gather a lot of data i publish a lot of data during all the elections in the last 6 to 7 years whatever i worked at the booth level when i go back to the data it's very clear 100% minorities come and vote when i said minorities it's very clear the christians and the muslims they 100% vote voting percentage hindus only 50% come and vote and the 50% is not guaranteed to the bjp i do not know if the bjp knows this this equation uh if they don't know then they need to hire me and i'm sure this data is 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 existent everywhere uh people uh, uh, the sad thing is this uh, after the elections nobody does an analysis Uh, even if it is done i do not know if it has been uh, percolated to the ground level the appeasement politics is fatal you know why for now the church showcases high moral and ethical uh, stance right everybody today tells it highly highly moral it's a, it's a church is uh, christians are moral but look at the amount of corruption the abuse sex abuse look at the amount of uh, uh, land grabbing that is happening nobody talks about it nobody is aware of it see prime minister modi my sincere request to him is he needs to keep away let these factions fight with each other and kill each other and they will kill each other because you know why 
they are not into the business of they are into the business of of religion they are not here to guide anybody spiritually they are purely into the business of religion they want to ensure that they have political control through the through the uh, menace of conversion uh these orthodox churches also um many of them say they don't involve in conversion okay uh there are several denominations in this country 100 plus and each denomination has a role to play in destabilizing a country there are some big churches today for example the roman catholic church says that we are the biggest church we don't involve in conversion that's a big lie because i am a roman catholic and i know that once in a year there's something called mission sunday we all contribute money for missionary work okay which the general which they which may generally nobody knows but i as a catholic the catholic church today today openly says says that pronounces uh, thumping the chest saying that we don't involve in conversion doesn't mean that they don't contribute to conversion right because there is a mission sunday that happens and we all spend we all uh, ensure that the, the every church every church is mandated to organize some kind of a program to ensure that money is collected second thing uh, when the citizenship amendment act was uh, passed which which denomination spoke against the uh, the uh, uh, the act uh, wasn't it such a hypocritical statement uh, by the bishops of the catholic church who came forward and said that it is anti uh, humane uh first of all these clergymen the churches the bishops and the cardinals they are not elected democratically they are elected by the vatican see people in hindus need to know first of all the church is a sovereign within a sovereign it is a state within a state please understand for them if we go back if you talk anything they will say we will deal with it the way the the, the church laws okay so uh, uh their appeasement politics will not work it is futile uh, whatever uh, appeasement in terms of concessions and all that whatever the government is doing uh, it is uh, it's a waste of time rather i would say spend more time on the low hanging fruits which is the hindus even i'm sure an average hindu will agree if if the bjp is neutral they will vote for it even if it is neutral you need to be just i, I expected the prime minister bjp to be neutral but the appeasement politics is something which i am not able to accept myself i do not know how an average hindu is going to accept uh, on this topic unfortunately an average hindu it is a tina factor there is no other alternative but the bjp so that's the uh, answer to a quest first question Uh, second was more of a thought uh, the question that i had was do you ever face a inner conflict uh, between what you believe and practice and what you see around you yes sir uh, that's the reason why uh, uh, i as a person probably very few among in this country have, uh, have are raising voices have uh, taken the uh, the courage of uh, sticking out our necks uh, it's not easy it is very hard especially uh, in the the christian world uh, you cannot uh, speak uh, you cannot speak like this there is definitely a conflict there is huge hypocrisy 
hypocrisy when i said what is preached is what is not practiced uh christianity is supposed to be a religion of austerity right but today it is uh, it has plundered the whole, whole globe and these things are very contradictory uh leave alone that if you look at the amount of clergy abuse that has happened the sex abuse the child sex abuse that has happened across uh, europe uh, and in our own country our country it is not uh, the lift is not open and i'm sure some day something will happen and the lift will open and we know the kind of abuse and corruption that prevails certainly yes there is definitely a a, a contradiction between what is been spoken and what has been practiced including uh, the very act of the church itself have i uh, uh, clarified or i can i can speak more no i think i got the answer i i can see that you know uh, like us you are also in an inner conflict what to believe and uh, you know is it really uh, the final no i'm not in a conflict i'm not in a conflict uh, my my idea of religion is very clear okay Sorry. okay uh, it is moved to spirituality okay so it's no more religion it's spirituality right so, so what do you think would be the way forward for uh, christians for uh, the for muslims uh, you know how how do you think they'll be uh, so we have this i i we had a session in the morning and again we were discussing the same thing that how do we say that okay religion is what you practice what you believe in what your faith is but that is not the same thing as your Uh, you know dharma so you know you can still believe in this and keep your faith no so, uh, it does not uh, it does not fall into the indian context so uh, it does not uh, gel with the hindu context of because the hinduism is uh, inclusive and uh, the abrahamic religions are exclusive you may uh, i i just met i just give you an example i just meet, met recently uh, somebody who who has been who's whose uh, dear family has been abused by the church uh, and uh, they have uh, they have uh, done something which is very very serious but even the that person also uh, only wants to resolve his problem and then uh, the next thing is he wants to everyone in india to be converted so converting uh, uh, it will not it will not fall in line with the hindu way of life and uh, i think there's a political uh, will that is required to ensure that uh, it is uh, it's put in bay otherwise it, there is always going to be a, a conflict it will not gel it's going to be a perpetual relations uh, mr onto um, for your courage and conviction uh, first of all uh, it is it is to be hugely appreciated now i have something to say and there are few questions embedded in it and i would like to you to react to it one is that uh, islam particularly has a concept of ummah or millat which means there is a muslim brotherhood which is beyond the state nation boundaries you know because you are a person who has uh, who who clearly kind of restores our faith also that means there are people who have greater allegiance to this nation to this country to, to this land which is beyond whatever is their professed faith or, or the, the uh, which is which is uh, for them in person and uh, the allegiance to the nation state is beyond this and larger to this and that is where i my question lies 
that concept in christianity also which is that uh, that they need to owe a higher allegiance um, to let's say pope or to a particular uh, you know denomination which they follow that is one second is from what i have learned and uh, what you have been saying also and it seems to me that you are well connected to the ground that obviously there is a very very strong part uh, there are obviously christians at large the practicing christians and then there is a controlling part or the clergy which is definitely acting in such a way that it is having a agenda which is beyond the interest of the christians or beyond the interest of the indians at large the core of uh, the abrahamic religion especially uh, the muslims and the christians is very clear anybody who is not part of the religion is a kafir or a gentile okay and uh, he needs to fall in place uh, and there are verses in the bible very clearly endorsing them uh, and uh, it is cherry picked these verses are cherry picked and and indoctrination is done to the people uh, to the followers for example uh, when it comes to Uh, especially when it comes to the bjp okay uh, which is a uh, obviously a hindu backed uh, party uh, the what is what is the narrative told is this you cannot serve two masters it's told in the bible you cannot serve two masters so uh, which could have been a different context altogether which is a different context altogether in the bible but here when it comes to uh, india it the verses that are used are this you cannot serve two masters and your allegiance is to uh, the church head and the church head very clearly dictates whom to vote or whom not to vote uh, there were really a lot of people today i see a lot of uh, people uh, non non hindus joining the bjp uh, please don't get fooled i know a lot of people who are nothing but moles and spies uh, uh, infiltrated uh, the party Uh, they have a vested interest and uh, the vested interest is very clear they know very well the bjp is going to stay in power for the next 10 to 20 years and these church leaders need someone to protect them from their corruption and crimes uh, i would like to bring to your notice uh, one such experiment was uh, i just want to let you something which is uh, hilarious but which uh, is a fact is that uh, the first uh, bjp christian uh, a member of parliament as soon he was as soon as he was elected the first thing he said was this this is not now i think a good 10 12 years back he said i will change bharatiya janata party to bharatiya jesus party this is the core ideology and uh, i am not stating this this is there this is uh, in the open for in the open Uh, media the person told very clearly that i will change bharatiya janata party into bharatiya jesus party so when it comes to allegiance to the country yes they will have allegiance provided everybody converts to christianity the second part uh, was uh, related to the fact that uh, the the uh, the clergy part definitely is acting not only against the country but against the christians also and I, you are not the only voice there are few very distinct and clear voices one is mr rosario with whom i am connected 
and uh, you are another and i'm sure there are many other voices of similar kind so, so we are a, we are a minority in the minority we are a minority oh uh, yeah absolutely uh, so i just wanted to uh, have about 10 seconds more what you said is very important which is that uh, miss mahatma gandhi made this and i'm talking about you know a person of the stature of mahatma gandhi it is like a dog barking at moon but mahatma gandhi made a mistake uh, when he supported khilafat uh, movement in 1922 and he went to access muslim uh, public at large through the muslim uh, clergy and if we have not learned from that mistake which led to the partition of india then what you say is absolutely uh, something which should be written in gold that uh, don't uh, try to address christians at large through christian clergy it will be a fatal mistake and not only a fatal mistake it will be repeating of a fatal mistake so i, I want to you to uh, kind of address uh, that part in a little more detail see um, uh, because um, uh, if uh, there was some gratitude towards uh, uh, the current government okay uh people should know because people forget a lot of things and uh, bjp is very good at only one thing they are they are not good at marketing whatever they have done good things they have done uh, i will give you an example because i have been following a lot of things uh, there is one person one priest father tom uh, he was uh, uh, captured by the isis and uh, i know the minister the external affairs minister personally ensured that he is rescued there are several other missionaries several christians who were stranded in kuwait and they were all rescued uh, this is before the caa and uh, these people know exactly what uh, what is the condition in these countries and india needs to be uh, and how grateful they must be but when the citizenship amendment act was passed all these people who took help uh, all these important people who took help they went into hiding had i been the had i been one of the victims i would have traveled the length and breadth of this country to talk about what great this uh, this government has done so uh, please don't get deceived by these uh, uh, people uh, who are even now showing up their faces in the bjp or uh, even in the rss uh, they have a very clear vested interest so uh i think the the government needs to take it in caution and uh, take it forward and i think uh, at least if not appeasement at least if they stay neutral uh they they i can i am sure i am confident that they will come back to power as far as uh, uh islamic is concerned i do not want to dive, get into that discussion because uh, that's something which somebody else needs to pick up no no i mentioned islam only in the context that they have a very clear and well stated concept of umma or millat muslim brotherhood which is a trans country trans geography trans language trans culture that and, uh, is a separate matter that it has failed it has failed in india and bangladesh pakistan when they they split it proved very clearly that this brotherhood does not uh, last beyond culture bengalis and bengali speaking muslims could not live with the punjabi speaking muslims and that's why the split happened so this brotherhood is a concept only and a failed concept like communism but nevertheless 
So I was asking whether there is a similar concept in Christianity, and you have confirmed that. Yes, yes, yes. It there is. is. Huh. There is. Uh, there is. Uh, if you look at uh, today itself, uh, in, in in the Indian context itself, uh, uh, you should we should know that among each denominations, they will kill each other. Each denominations, okay, uh, they will kill each other. They will poach each other because they say my Jesus, my way of worshiping Jesus is different from your way of worshiping Jesus. But and uh, but if you look at uh, even the remotest incident, uh, could be a fake incident. Uh, all the churches will stand united to defend them, but the common enemy is Hindus. Understand? Let the common enemy is Hindus. Uh, so each of these denominations will say uh, they are all united, but they don't stand eye to eye with each other. You all know that one church member will not enter the other church member, other denomination member churches. Okay, but then uh, when it comes to uh, galvanizing noise. Against our country, against Hindus, they are all united. A uh, lot of Sangparivar top leaders are uh, cover. Uh, they are in hand with without knowing, very innocently they go and uh, uh, join hand with the conversion mafia. Whole thing I call it as a conversion mafia, especially Christians, uh, conversion mafia. So, for example, to say Fadnavi's wife going and joining with the tribal, uh, this thing uh, in uh, organized by the pastors themselves, na, hiding as a tribal saviors, something like that. See, the whole of uh, the Sang Parivar, they are uh, ignorant of, and they believe in face value of the things. They are very ignorant of other things. Even uh, Andhra Pradesh, they help Jagan to uh, uh, acquire power. Now they are uh, no, they then they know the state of Hindus. There very very pathetic now. So he's like he's the Constantine for Andhra Pradesh. Just uh, the Hindus are of BJP. Just can watch. They can do nothing. Their position is like that. They are more maybe thirty-five percent. Maybe they. This what you say. This is totally Maya. That today, uh, Rajiv Gandhi spoke about. Uh, now you people are mocking him. Uh, they are saying maybe today itself. You no, know, Tamil Nadu is part of India like that. India is part of Tamil Nadu like that. Is that they, they are mocking in the reality. He has a uh, access to the future plan of this conversion mafia. They are part of it. Congress is a part of it um, by Wyasonia. So what I'm saying is, he's uh, spilled that secret uh, covert plan. So actually, all the other states are going to be uh, like Tamil Nadu. He's want to say that, uh, but they, the people are mocking him as a slip of tongue. It's a slip of brain. Actually, it is. What do you say? This is total major. They have been, you have been trapped. All the Hindus and this Sangh Parivar, top leaders are, you know, are trapped, and they are not as they feel like innocent. They are acting like innocent. What do you say? Your take on this? See, as far as the Sangh Parivar is concerned, I am not the spokesperson, and it would be inappropriate to tell anything. I am a Swayam Sevak only. But uh, uh, from the on the political front. Uh, political front, uh, which includes uh, the BJP and the Congress and all the parties, at 
least on the bjp front uh, i i personally feel that uh, uh, they don't have a clue of how to handle this whole menace uh, let us understand that um, uh, the it is not just the bjp uh, this uh, this responsibility needs to be taken by every hindu it is because of their lackluster attitude it is because of their deep slumber that they have been responsible uh, that uh, what we see today and what you see today is not which happened yesterday it has been proving for the last 20 25 years or 30 odd years okay we have been sleeping on it right i mean i heard so i know so many hindus come and say that uh, Uh, they want to be inclusive in uh, though they are uh, fanatic about their own religion uh, they don't understand they don't understand the menace they don't understand and today they have uh, been caught in a shock and uh, they are not aware they don't know how to handle it is what i see they really don't know how to handle it yeah, that's said, true. they don't know how to handle and also You see uh, covertly now without knowing this sang parivar assisting them so without knowing i i don't know see i see i i i don't want to make a comment on that it is for the for the sang it is not me uh, i would say that uh, every uh, this is a responsibility of every hindu um, so it is very uh, inappropriate for me to make any comment on uh, the sang who is doing what Uh, so my question is a very simple and fundamental one don't you think this entire framework of nationalism is deficient when it comes to dealing with christian conversion because it's a doctrinal issue this is an entirely doctrinal issue and uh, any christian would accept that you know of course there are many abuses within this church or that church there are differences between different sects but all the same you know if christians if india were to become christian completely then you know there is no reason why christians cannot be just as nationalistic as anybody else right so uh, in that sense i think it would be uh, uh, nationalism falls short of checking all this uh, conversion and uh, other things so long as you don't deal with the doctrine see uh, see the doctrine is very innate innate to the religion uh because uh, you have verse you can cherry pick uh, the verses and uh, you can erode the mind of the people minds of the people uh yes uh, it needs political will and uh, as i mentioned earlier there is there is going to be a conflict because we are inclusive in nature as a country and uh, christianity christianity is exclusive in nature it will never go it it cannot match we will not be able to cohabit unless there is the legislation in fact i do not know if you are aware uh, i had written to the prime minister uh, uh, a month back uh, asking uh, the prime minister to think about the anti conversion law right and uh, if not the anti conversion law they have called an anti missionary law because there is a similar such law which uh, was passed in israel because of this of a similar menace similar menace uh, called uh, missionaries because of the missionaries the aggressive uh, militant uh, missionary work that has been done to convert uh, the jews so i wrote i have written to the prime minister but um, 
I think they. I hope they take it up seriously and they find ways. Uh, there are there are there are a handful of Christians like us uh, who can uh, who need who can help navigate this whole country. They need to uh, hear us also, because uh, for us country comes first. And uh, I always believe that religion is uh, personal. It ends at the tip of everybody's nose. Sir, my question is that we all know that conversion. and proselytization is a problem we all know that uh, the roots uh, which is coming from is the is our constitution which provides the propagation of their religion the the, the very word propagation itself uh, is, is mentioned there not the conversion <clears throat> uh, we all have discussed the problem um what should we do from my point of view uh, the education mafia which christians have uh, created and uh, which they have uh, you know with the help of constitution they have made it flourish is the root cause of conversion what's your take on it and how to deal with it that's that's my question um everybody should know that <coughs> the when the constitution was framed uh, especially in the context of right to religion Uh, in which the initial proposal was uh, right to practice and right to profess only but it was hijacked by a few christians who were in the constituent assembly they had vested interest they, they wanted to carry forward the uh, the idea of uh, converting uh, india into a christian country so it was stealthily uh, added and uh, as usual our hindus uh took a back seat uh with a chaltai attitude and allowed it to go through uh now when i spoke about it sometime back in fact uh, in the letter what i written to the prime minister i said they needs to they need to think about an amendment on the uh, I, the very context of propagate uh the government uh, needs to discuss this and uh, if possible find ways to uh, legal illegally how to remove this word propagate because today uh, the conversion business uh, thrives on this word called propagate saying that constitution has given us the right to propagate when i said it says i have the right to go and tell you that your religion is not the way to salvation my religion is the way to salvation and you can use any ways you can scare people away as simple as this uh, scaring people away would be saying that you will go to hell or uh your your suffering is because uh you don't believe in christianity okay so allurement happens scare happens uh, so a lot of things happen in the garb of the word propagate so it is again left to the government the government needs to think about it uh i am i'm so happy that you spoke because hardly anybody knows that uh, uh, these are the uh, uh, provisions in the constitution which uh, uh, the uh, the minorities use to further the business of conversion so uh, it is it is again uh, I, i know it's a challenge for the government because i know they are facing a lot of challenges though they have good intentions uh, they are not able to though if they pass the bill they are not able to uh, implement it so that's something which i already written to the prime minister saying that he needs to relook at this uh, he and the cabinet um, uh, and uh, there are uh, christians like us who can contribute Uh, uh in ways how to help the government 
but definitely yes as you said propagate is an instrument that is used to further the business of conversion so i just wanted to know your um views on mother teresa as well as how do you perceive um the convent schools i mean how are they going ahead with their missionaries and how far have they reached so just your views on that mother teresa less spoken the better uh, there is enough information available on the on the on the on on the uh, in, and it's an open book um her uh, uh, drive was to convert uh, india she uh, she was instrumental in uh, setting up her charity homes and uh, uh, what we see today is uh, uh, is something which i am at a loss of words uh, but definitely yes she was uh, instrumental in conversion and uh, uh, something which uh, i that is that strikes my mind is this uh, you all need to know that uh if you look at uh, read the story of uh, mother teresa or even gram stains they all came uh their stories talk about how they want to help the lepers i did a little of research on leprosy and uh, if you look at leprosy leprosy was not is not indigenous to india it is uh, it was never uh, part of uh, uh, india indian it's not an indian origin Uh, in fact, I was uh, getting into details and seeing that the DNA mapping is done somewhere close to Africa and all that. So these people came. First of all, they loot our country. They bring all this menace into our country. They loot our country, and then they throw back again breadcrumbs at us. So all these people who come here to, in the garb of service, are those people who actually damaged our country. Right? They all damaged our country. I mean, these people took uh, all our gold, all our wealth, and today they're coming in the garb of service. And uh, this garb of service is nothing but missionary. It's conversion. Very clear, it's conversion. They want to ensure that they they play their part, and then they support their masters. Um, while she spoke of, spoke about austerity, uh, we all know what happened when she wanted. She took. Uh, she always flew uh, the top uh, the top aircrafts, and. Um, Uh, she had the privilege of picking up uh, her phone and calling the president of the united states and she had the best of treatments at hospitals one of the best hospitals so uh, it's all there i i'm sure you must all have read uh, christopher hitchens uh, he's uh, given a, a lot of details about uh, the missionary of charity uh, sir it was about um, your views on convent schools like how yes. they are going ahead yes yes this is the best factory to Uh, to manufacture raw materials into your uh, stand-up comedians who are coming out and abusing Hinduism, it nullifies it nullifies the Hindu way of life because when you enter a convent school, okay, uh, you know what happens. Uh, Hinduism, uh, in subtle ways, I've experienced myself through a lot of contacts, my own personal thing. if you speak if you say a shloka then it will become taboo but then uh, you can uh, recite the the biblical verses so what happens to a child who spends 8 uh, to 6 uh, 5 to 6 hours every day in school for the rest of the last rest of the 10 15 years uh, what can you expect uh, when the child comes out given the fact that uh, the hindu family 
does not uh, have even uh, holy holy scripture in their houses uh, and most of them uh, don't have time to teach uh, uh, the scriptures or talk stories about uh, their own religion uh, so what happens to a child who comes out of it uh, obviously indoctrinated brainwashed is what you can see and uh, these products are the ones who are actually uh, becoming leftists anti hindu uh, or the ones who don't come and vote concept of the dravidian you know that uh, the dravidians this bogi that is uh, posted all over so this dravidian bogi is this a kind of a tool used by the uh, conversion the christian missionaries to help them accept conversion that's his question or her question yes uh, i want people to go down to the history of uh, the dravidian movement itself Uh, it'll be too controversial for me to tell that, but definitely yes, there is a role that has been played uh, today. If you look at who are those people who are talking about the Dravidian movement, who's behind it? See, please uh, let us all understand that all these movements, uh, there is one which shows up its face out to the outside world, but there is someone who is working behind it. Uh, we all know what happened to the kundakalam uh, movement uh, who was behind it um, uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, much there's there's much that's happening uh, below the waters uh, you only see something else but there's something else happening and definitely yes there is a huge role that is being played by the church uh, in the dravidian movement uh, it's there it's there in the media i would agree yes what are your views on the joshua project joshua project uh, thanks to the media uh, this is not yesterday's project it's been there for years together and uh, what you see as a manifestation in uh, all the states is the underwork of projects like this uh, there is a huge vested interest the western countries have been funding uh, conversions uh, so uh, it is yes it's it's a project that's uh, there to convert india uh, not many people are aware that this is a, there is a huge machinery uh, ably supported by funds and uh, political leaders across the globe uh, so i agree it's a, it is a project and there's i cannot there's nothing to view it is something which is there to sabotage this country and uh, people need to be aware of it first thing is to be aware of it everyone's focus is on muslims while christians have covertly done a lot of damage to hinduism so one uh, uh, is something which is uh, outright in the open the other one is an ideological warfare two different kinds of warfare one is in the open uh, and uh, ready to strike the other one is uh, one which uh, does the back end work and there's another one which says any thoughts about joshua project we are, we spoke about it i just spoke about it i have another question i i really like the way you have done the session rather than presenting it's more about interaction um recently i uh, came across this video wherein a gentleman again who practices the faith the christian faith uh, came out and said that there is a resistance within uh, the people to say that we have this reservation system we have these uh, 
and we don't want this conversion to happen because ultimately what happens is the more people you convert uh then you have to share that pie with everyone so do you think uh, i i forgetting the gentleman's name i think rodriguez or someone who says that you know we are against conversion and we we have given uh, we are also talking to our priest to say that stop it because what you're doing is that you are bringing in more people to the fold and this this leads to people who are already ha- are in this faith to lose out on the opportunities so uh, do you think this will slow down the conversion in a long run when when they see that there is a inner conflict within people also no I, I, i'm sorry i think the person who spoke about it his has absolutely no idea of uh, this whole conversion business absolutely no idea i'm sorry he doesn't he, i don't think so he realizes it you asked a question saying that if we convert more we have to share more i'm sorry the person who has raised this question doesn't understand the whole conversion business so in a way they are actually uh, saying that we are pushing back the priest i'm not sure whether it is true no, or no. not but that's what they're saying this is absolutely not correct because uh the agenda is different agenda is different agenda is not about sharing the money the agenda is political control the person who has made this comment has has uh, does not uh, has not understood the business of conversion i would like to say you know when we were small and we went school we used to go to christian schools because there were no other schools and they made us you know say the christian prayers in the name of the father and we used to actually do the sign of the cross and somehow we never objected but now today if you talk of teaching the gita or something in schools everybody is like you know hindutva and all this so i think we should uh, you know establish some things for uh, hindus also yes i i was supposed to yes. say those prayers you know now i feel very cheated and i wish i could protest but that time we didn't have the brains to do anything yeah it's a wake up call it's a wake up call for all of us yes uh, you had mentioned this word propagate in the constitution as being a ma- major hurdle you know in pushback against conversion but uh, <clears throat> as you probably know many states already have similar laws on their books many indian states do uh, can you tell me if those laws have been effective at all on the ground it's a toothless tiger ah toothless tiger absolutely uh, uh, this is a farce it's a it's a farce that's why i said see i understand uh, i understand this is a state subject but there needs to be a national debate on this and uh, a national uh, law needs to come in a national anti conversion law needs to come leaving it to the state is 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 a farce it will not be effective tell me how many of them have been convicted Uh, hardly a couple of them and uh, they all have uh, the political lords helping them to come out of uh, all these legal problems so it will not work there should be a national anti conversion law so that is exactly the reason i am actually skeptical of a national anti conversion law being effective because you know you can still use the same mechanisms to circumvent that as well because implementation we know is very lax anyway whether no, it is at the uh, national level or at the state level ramakrishna ji ramakrishna what i wanted to tell was this see it, it will not end with the law there are a lot of things that can be that today is a today is a day of data uh, data integration data uh, date uh, there's a lot of data in fact i have made a proposal to some key leaders in the government also how to uh, ensure that there is adherence but there needs to be political will 
see when i said anti conversion law there's a lot of things that can be done to ensure that there is sanctity in it but there's there needs to be political will the government needs to implement it because uh, like you have been saying probably a little subtle or in a muted way but it is very clear to be that it is not simply a issue of only religion and conversion only it is way beyond because it seems to me that wherever this is happening rampantly there are serious issues of insurgency like the belt of chota uh, nagpur or what so called red corridor within the country or northeastern insurgency and of late uh, in in parts of andhra pradesh also so this is uh, something which is uh, very very serious and beyond just uh, you know a little game of uh, we are more and you are less uh, that kind of thing it is definitely in that realm second uh, where i see a very important uh, contribution from people like you is where uh, there is a matter like another uh, you know audience uh, person is drawing the attention of the entire audience which is that wherever there are legal aspects unless we make effective laws and then follow it by political will and political will will not happen unless there is a people will behind it absolutely to be very frank because like you are saying you are sleeping for 70 years and now you are feeling that something should happen for hindus then uh, that way we were sleeping for 1000 years otherwise you would not have had any christianity problem also in that sense they would have come liberally as long as it is faith it is no problem as long as it becomes a tool of politics it becomes a problem is that simple as that so then it has to be met at political and legal level uh, to be very good yeah so uh, would you like to add something more for instance uh, article 35 and uh, 35a etc which allow uh, religions to propagate their uh, uh, propagate and propagate by way of education you know essentially they were not given right for mass education they were given right possibly for education of faith but then they have huge institutions muslims have madrasas and they uh, churn up certain indoctrination and this uh, christians have again uh, much better institution from point of view of education but then they also uh, leave away that rot or uh, you know that uh, indoctrination part uh, which is not there in any other schools the general schools you cannot teach gita etc <laughs> see all the educational institutions uh, are uh, not uh, the uh, the these christian institutions uh, uh, they didn't bring it from any part of the country any part of the world this is our very own land right and this was granted by by the by the erstwhile uh, 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 rulers of this country so it is not that they earned it right it is our own country it is our own infrastructure it is our own wealth it is our own money that they are throwing back they are throwing back at us they are using it uh, to to gain uh, their own selfish motive so uh, education institution is one uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a great place for the raw materials to get in and uh, to go in and come out uh, uh to be an and probably an anti national or uh, to be a, a, a leftist or a communist uh i i've covered all these points uh, when i wrote uh, when i have written and i've written to some key leaders uh, in our country uh, because this this requires a task force it requires requires a task force 
it means people who uh, think uh, nationalistic and uh, uh, there is there is no two way on 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 this thought but uh, uh, the government needs to give it a serious thought understand that there is a threat uh, the, this is a threat please let us all understand this is a threat to the sovereignty of this country and unless uh, the government there is a political will uh, it cannot happen and uh, people like us are there we can always help the government in framing laws which uh, uh, nobody can circumvent you know maybe a follow up session with you on the framework of the anti conversion laws specifically perhaps focusing on how do you circumvent the constitution articles 25 to 30 which actually allow you the right to proselytize and convert in all of that that's supposedly the basic structure of the constitution so maybe a follow up session a more detailed session uh, from you would be a would be you know in order uh, if, if you were willing for that so uh, yes. so um, uh, i i come from a corporate background so my boss always my super boss always tells me uh, when there are some good practices shamelessly cut copy and paste so israel has had a similar problem they they have passed the anti missionary law which is very effective uh, so uh, i have studied that part of it uh, i and i think if the government uh, has a will uh, they can reach out and uh, they can probably uh, implement similar such laws uh, but there there needs to be a political will and uh, as uh, as as uh, very clearly said political will is nothing but people's will if the people decide then there can be a movement and this movement can uh, uh, send a message to the government it is possible it is possible would you be willing to do a session on that a separate lecture on that yes definitely i would, I would. excellent so we'll invite you for that that will be a very good uh, way to take this conversation forward thank you thank you is uh, very sad is fourth column uh, pillar of the uh, nation is compromised how it is happening can you shed a light on this the, the media is very silent on uh, even big even the conversion lack lacks of people conversion at one side it won't make into news in the next district itself so such is media control by this conversion mafia how do you explain how the this media is working see there is no uh, i don't have any expectations from the media because uh, uh, i myself i remember uh, not now many years back uh, many many years back uh, when i was uh, uh, employed uh, when my first organization i employed i, I remember seeing a lot of abuse i reached out to the media and the media said they will not uh, be able to cover it uh, this is not now this is a good 20 years back um, there was a lot of abuse that was happening uh, in a particular christian institution i reached out to uh, the media and the media refused to cover it and uh, things have not changed uh, but thankfully uh, today we have uh, you are the media you and i are the media right we have the social media so uh, a lot of changes have happened because there is um, uh, people coming together through social media awareness programs so as far as the uh, the mass media is concerned i don't have any expectations and i don't i don't think so any one of us should have expectations media like for example the sangam talks 
uh, these are great podiums this is what these are the the uh, the uh, channels that we can use to bring awareness among the people see uh, one time uh, times of india and the telegraph one is east and west see headlines came when they went to andaman and they got killed by spear arrow both headline was same bible saved him for 3 minutes bible saved the pastor from 3 minute by killing both headline up same this cannot be happen unless they have been bribed and then <laughs> it's true it's true see wherever see there was even a recent palgar incident it was uh, blamed on uh, our muslim hindu muslim something actually uh, for whole one week 10 days uh, it was news was like that only don't spread communal uh, don't spoil communal harmony like that uh, no like that like that see, and then issues came later later see real picture is different but picture given to people is different whole media especially english media and electronic media is compromise it has been compromise this is the biggest and there is a big cabal i think the big organization they are sharing is it true even you know washington post took uh, 9 19 million dollar from china and also from vatican same amount from vatican that was that been exposed but what indian media takes nothing been exposed there is a big organization railway is going on so nobody knows so uh, no I, i there's nothing that we can do because uh, he is talking about uh, mr ashok ji is talking about uh, the media involved in uh, cherry picking what to or to talk and what not talk that we cannot do anything right because we know what the media is you know we know what the media is. 